Hi everybody, the complex PTSD guy here. I'll start out by saying I'm not a doctor or psychiatrist, I'm just a guy living with complex PTSD, and I'm sharing my own ideas, experiences, and opinions on this podcast. I wanted to share just a, a couple more things, um, and I wanted to mention, so the next few days I'm going to be really busy. Um, I'm going to, I work tomorrow and then I'm going to be with some people all evening, and then Saturday I'll be... I'll basically be probably at work for quite a, most of the day and Sunday and Monday, since it's the holiday, I will, I probably most definitely won't do an episode Sunday or Monday because I'll be, I'll be out of town. Um, but I might do an episode Saturday night. So if you don't hear from me for a little bit, that's why. And then I'll probably do another episode Tuesday. Um, although I'm seeing somebody that evening as well, but, um, I just wanted to mention, so, um, I went to the, I know I've talked about this a lot lately, but I went to the, the library today and I, I picked out two, two different books because I, I talked to you guys about, you know, um, what led me to kind of trying to do things differently in my life and save money by cutting back on costs and cutting back on spending. And one way to cut back on spending is to occupy my mind with reading. And so I have kind of like a little goal of trying to read or at least skim through and kind of become more educated on different things by choosing four books off of one shelf, you know, every week or so, or every couple of weeks at the library, starting at the very first shelf. And I told you guys how I picked those two books and how they related so almost eerily to things I've talked about recently. And I had no idea what they would even be about. I just went and saw what books were on the very first shelf. Um, well, I went back today because I thought, well, it's, it, you know, the break is coming up here in the United States, Christmas break. And I was like, I'll just get a couple more books just to, you know, in case I have downtime or whatever, even though I am going out of town around Christmas. Um, but I got two others, you know, just to see what they're about. And I picked things that I, I picked one I felt like I knew nothing about, which was the art of computer programming. The other one I, I did pick out intentionally because it was the book by Richard Belzer, the comedian and actor. And I mentioned I wanted to see it because I had seen him on the X-Files before. And his book was about UFOs and JFK and consp conspiracies and how he thinks that, I guess he was like a big, that's one of his big things was like conspiracy theories. And I didn't know that. Um, but I was thinking, you know, why are these two books on this shelf in relation to the other two books I checked out, which were basically looking at history differently and organizing history differently, looking at the way things are organized. And I thought, okay, Richard Belzer's book makes sense because he's a conspiracy theorist. So he's questioning things. Um, However, you got to, that can be a slippery slope. Um, the other one is The Art of Computer Programming. And I was like, why is this book here? I mean, it was by statistics. And statistics is math and graphs and charts and everything and data. Because the book I checked out was... Um, the book I checked out the other day was The Data Detective. The, the 10, 10 easy rules to make sense of statistics. So that one I still have. Um, but I was looking through the art of computer programming and it's literally the 1970s go-to guide of computer programming but it was like 90% math equations and like stuff I had no idea of anything about because I'm not a math person and 
But in some of the intro, it pointed out um, the art kind of of organizing information. And I thought, aha, so that's what this is about. Um, And this is how this relates to the other two books, how to organize information. But the other books around it were all about kind of questioning how things are kind of taught to us and told to us. So it kind of made me think of like Ted Kaczynski because I was like, well, that's that's what he was all against was like, you know, the the technology kind of taking over and telling us what to do, or at least that's how I understand what he was about. Um, He was very much against that to where it made it a a huge hermit and everything. Um, But, you know, it just uh, I I looked through them and one, the the Richard Belzer book was a little bit too sarcastic for me. Um, I mean, I get comedy and stuff, but I don't know. It was just a little too, um, I don't know what the word is, a little too sarcastic. So I, I took it back. Um, and it didn't mention anything about the X-Files, which was like my, my favorite show. And he was on an episode. Um, and it was a book about UFOs. So I thought for sure it had the X-Files in it, but it didn't. So I took it back. And then I took the art of computer programming back because one, I'm not into math. Like I'm not, a, I shouldn't say I'm not into math. I'm not good at math. Um, and I have no desire to be a computer programmer. However, I just did that episode about um, jobs that are for, good for people who have bad memory skills. And it said computer programming. But when I was looking through this book, I was thinking, I think you'd have to have really good memory skills to remember all this math and to remember, you know, and maybe I say that because I'm bad at math. So maybe I should look at math as something different, you know. Maybe I should compare it to something else, but I just thought this seems like this would take a lot of memory, but I don't know. I've never done that. I've never done computer programming and I never want to. Um, so I took that book back too, because I thought this isn't a book that I'm going to need to look through because it's just math equations everywhere. Um, so I went to the next shelf um, and I picked out a book because I thought it looked really neat and it's called the fire came by the riddle of the great siberian explosion by john baxter and thomas atkins and i kid you not so speaking of you know i I know i've talked a lot about this lately and i don't know why these things are happening way more frequently in the last few days than normal i don't know if the stars are in a certain alignment or maybe i should start studying astrology i don't know but um this book is about an explosion over siberia in 1908 And certain things about this explosion, the remnants from this explosion were studied in the 1950s. And this book was written in the 1970s. But around like page 121, there's this picture in it. And it immediately um, rang a little bell in my head because I I thought I've recently seen this. Um, So there are fragments are what are possibly... um, extraterrestrial matter and this was from a crash in 1908 and again Richard Belzer's book was about UFOs so maybe that's why this book is there Um, but this is like a real crash that was studied by real scientists and everything Um, and there's these little kind of balls like teensy tiny little balls that they had to look under do huge magnification and they're like iron oxide and they were found in the soil and they're very similar to an image that was shown on TV this year from that was 
shown by a Harvard um, theoretical astrophysicist named Avi Loeb. And I saw him on TV. So around the same time that they had those UFO hearings in Congress, in the United States Congress this summer with the Navy pilots and everything, um, they were talking about this. And so I actually emailed this Harvard theoretical astrophysicist, Avi Loeb, and I told him about this. And um, he emailed me back and told me, like what he was talking about on TV is like a 1% scenario. And I said, well, they showed pictures of things that were almost identical to what, you know, you showed. And I quoted the book where it mentioned, um, it says in the late fifties, when these specimens were subjected to extreme magnification, specimens meaning like this material, specimens were subjected to extreme magnification and careful laboratory testing small particles of extraterrestrial matter were discovered and that's the same thing that he was saying um is that this like the material that he discovered in the last year or two um and this again was from the 50s and they printed this in the 70s but what he found this year and his was from like the new, bottom of the ocean by new guinea um it was something that just wasn't of this world. It was some kind of a material or substance that wasn't from here. Um, but it was, he was saying in an article that I found, he was saying that it was um, possibly a way that scientists will study extraterrestrial life in the future. And it's more of like a technological gadget created with artificial intelligence. Um, and so I just thought it was so weird that this thing, because I had actually done a podcast on here about those UFO hearings. And I, back in May, I might have even mentioned that possible sighting in like Las Vegas area. And I don't know if um, aliens exist. I have no idea. Um, just because the X-Files is my favorite show doesn't mean that I've ever seen aliens or like I have no idea if they exist. But unidentified aerial phenomena I do think exists. Um, so when they did those hearings, you know, I, I mentioned that on this podcast. The other interesting thing is that the main guy who exposed, I think he worked for the Department of Defense. He's the one who, one of the three guys who testified in Congress, his PTSD was outed. So after he came out with this information, somebody leaked that. And I thought, wow, really? Um, like they leaked his PTSD from his time in service? Um, and it wasn't like a local, there was only two places that knew about it. And it basically wasn't like a, I think a local courthouse or something. Um, it was the other, I'll just say governmental agency. Um, cause I don't know for a fact, you know, who did it, but he had his suspicions and he talked about it on TV, but I just thought, you know, what are the odds that this is the book I pick out and there's this picture in here and everything. And it's the same thing that was just on TV, like, and something that I personally noticed, like it stood out to me. Um, but this one book out of, you know, again, those first two books related so well to my podcast and the topic of history and philosophy and the way things never were and all that. And this book relates so much. I actually end up emailing this astrophysicist about it because I thought, I really wonder if he knows about this book because... I told him, like, this is like the same images and everything as what he showed on TV. And then the other book I picked out um, is called World of Strange Powers by Arthur C. Clarks. 
And inside of it, I happened to skim across and I saw a woman who, I don't know if she identifies as clairvoyant or what, but they talk about a few things in here and they sort of, sort of show like things that have been proven to be pretty accurate and then they show fraudsters. So they show people who like claim to have special gifts like clairvoyant or having premonition and they turn out to be pretty darn legitimate and then they show people who were proven to just be making stuff up um and you know so i i I check that out too um because i find that much more interesting um and that's the big problem with a lot of this stuff is so many times there are fraudsters and they're the ones that you see the most on on tv in my opinion i do think however there's people who are very much more legitimate um And, you know, I've been shown certain things and I have a good friend who is kind of the same way. And I recently, when I Googled, why are so many synchronicities happening to me lately? It said that, um, you may have, you may be around people recently who are on the same wavelength or vibe or frequency as you. And recently, I have been chit-chatting more with my friend who identifies as clairvoyant. And I thought, well, that's interesting. that Because I never would have put two and two together. That just because i am been communicating with her recently because her dad passed away. Um, like, that's... Um, you know, and that literally happened just last month. Like, just the fact that we're communicating in that way. You know, could that be part of it? I don't know. Um, the other thing I thought about was my accident so I had my accident in October you know basically a breakdown and it related to substance abuse and everything and um I finally opened up to my immediate long-term immediate loved ones that I have that problem that I've had it for years the substance abuse problem so I finally have like released something I finally let something out of the bag that I struggled with that and they were all very supportive and I've talked about that on here. Um, so maybe that's it. You know, I, I opened up about that. And is that why these these synchronicities are happening? Because, I mean, these are pretty big coincidences. Like, a whole the very first book I pick out has a quote from my favorite philosopher in it. And it's literally just the very first book I grabbed. And it's not a book about, it doesn't say a book about the Spanish Civil War. That's not what the cover of the book says. The book says, a guidebook to learning for the lifelong pursuit of wisdom. It says nothing about the Spanish Civil War, nothing. Because the philosopher, Jose Ortega y Gasset, that's, that's how I came to know him, was through Spanish literature from the 1920s, which is nowhere near this section of books, by the way. It's way over by poetry in like the 900s. And this is like section 001. I mean, they're nowhere near each other. You know, and my favorite philosopher is quoted. The next one was about statistics and how to look at the world differently based on lies you might be being told. And that's what I wanted to talk about in my podcast. So this, the next book I picked out was that. And, you know, it's just, it's weird. And then the next book I pick out is outside of the art of computer programming in the Richard Belzer book. Um, I would say the the fifth book I picked out, because those two I took back immediately, um, has a picture in it from a from a situation that's 
totally something that I've been paying attention to just recently, but this is from the 1950s, and it was written in the 70s. The book's from the 70s, but the pictures are from the 50s. And, I mean, it's so on point with something that just happened a couple months ago that I saw on TV. Um, I just find odd. Um, so, and the clairvoyant book, I mean, that one stood out to me. Um, you know, the fact that they mentioned clairvoyant and they mentioned true crime in there, because I recently have been, you know, ever since the Idaho attack on those students in November, 2022, that's the first time I've ever followed true crime. Um, and I actually did have a, a dream about that like two weeks ago. And I mentioned it in a YouTube chat group. Um, cause someone was talking about one of the girl's moms and made a statement because they're going to tear that house down a week from today. So in November of 2022, I'll just mention this really quick. There was a um, quadruple homicide in Moscow, Idaho. Um, and there were four college students from the University of Idaho who died. They were murdered. And I've never, ever in my life followed a true crime that was now that you know, what's happening now is coming to fruition now, um, happening in real time. I've never been into it. I didn't even know that there were YouTube channels, channels that are dedicated to it. And they literally go there to the sites. And they, a lot of times they also get into little fights with each other. These YouTube content creators who do true crime. Um, and sometimes they get along really well with each other, but, um, long story short, um, Again, I've never followed anything like this. I had a dream like a week or two ago and I mentioned it in a YouTube group and I didn't say to anybody that I'm identified as clairvoyant, but I said that I had a dream and everything seemed to focused around Ethan. So there was one boy and three girls who died um, that night in the house and um, most of it has been focused on the girls. Everything's been focused on the girls and was the guy that they think who did it? Was he stalking one of them? Which one was it? Blah, blah, blah. Everything revolves around the girls in particular, two of them, Maddie and Kaylee. And, but in my dream, everything revolved around Ethan. And I said this in the YouTube chat group. And I said, I, I saw Ethan and I saw Zena, his girlfriend, and I saw Maddie's mom, but I did not see Maddie and Kaylee. Um, and Ethan's fraternity brothers were all very concerned because he was like missing and it was like, what's going on with, with Ethan? And there was some sort of like a sorority rush or like a event or like a sporting event or like a initiation, something where everybody's very active, all these like sorority girls, like dozens and dozens. And it was like a rush or something. And all of these girls were in sororities. And Ethan was in a fraternity. But anyway, I had a dream about that. And that was basically the whole dream. So I just mentioned it in the chat group. And one person was like, you're lying. You're making this up. And I was like, no, I'm not. I'm like, I, it was just a dream. Um, you know, I had a dream about it. And then um, somebody else mentioned um, that the stepmother getting arrested seven days beforehand. So the one who I mentioned I'd saw, I'd seen her mom. Um, they mentioned the stepmom getting arrested. And I said, well, maybe it was, maybe something's connected to that. Um, you know, and maybe that has more to do with it than what we think. Cause that's one of the families we've hardly ever heard anything from is that girl's family. 
being quiet is what I'm saying. Um, so, you know, I, you know, I have no idea what it means, but I have had dreams that have come true, which I've mentioned on here before. And I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's a premonition. I don't know if this has something to do with the case, but a week from today on the 28th of December, the house is going to be torn down. And a lot of people don't want it torn down. And they've discussed this months ago and they basically decided we're not going to tear it down, but now they are going to tear it down. And it's all very weird. And so I had this dream before the house was decided to be torn down. Um, but whenever I commented in the YouTube chat group, it was um, because Zayna's mom was basically saying she doesn't want it torn down. And I think she signed a petition so it wouldn't be torn down. Um, but it's very weird. So when they tear that house down next Thursday, I'll definitely be watching it. You guys might see it. Maybe you guys have never even heard of this case. Again, I've never been drawn to a true crime case, but there's something about this that just stands out to me. And it has from the get go. There's a lot of weird, a lot of very odd, in my opinion, odd things. But again, you know, I've never followed this, but just things that seem odd to me. Um, I've learned a lot about profiling. And ironically, my favorite character on the X-Files is Mulder, and he's a profiler, and he's into premonitions and clairvoyance and all these other things, and um, he most likely has PTSD and probably complex PTSD, but a lot of that stems from his sister's abduction by aliens. Um, again, it's a TV show. You know, I understand that, but it's just fascinating. I find all this just very... Um, kind of interesting but you know i don't know if this stuff is going to keep happening it looked like some of the next books not far down the road at the library are um or far down the shelves i should say it looked like subject matter that i don't see how any way possible could relate to my future podcast it could relate to clairvoyance or anything but these are such great starting points i'm just like i said i'm just baffled um I'm going to try to just end it here because, um, again, I don't want to ramble or keep this too long. And I don't know if any of you guys in relation to your complex PTSD have anything like this happen. I don't know if because we've been through trauma and abuse, if we're more susceptible or more like an open vessel or... You know, if these things happen to you guys, the very first time that this ever happened to me, by the way, um, was when I went through such emotional grief that I woke up with paralysis. Um, I woke up with Bell's palsy and I've had Bell's palsy twice. It happened in 2010 and in 2020. And in 2010, when it first happened, I had all these weird things happen, like what's happening now. Um, like I had just kind of prophetic dreams and all these weird things and things that I would see. And then a lot of it would happen on my, my television. Like I would dream about something and the next day, first thing in the morning, I would see it on TV, what I dreamt about. And I just thought, well, that's really weird. Um, and I didn't know what that meant. Like I literally was like the most atheist type person you could think of. I would have, I didn't believe in ghosts. I didn't believe in any of that. I was, you know, a very sterile person when it came to any of that. Um, like if, if someone were to tell me, oh, I was led to the site of the paper I wrote my college capstone, college paper about, I was led to the site of the man who I wrote my paper about. 
and I'd be like, what are you talking about? You were led to the site. And then if I were to hear somebody explain it, oh, there was a mudslide and there was an accident on the interstate and I took an exit and it led me to this this site of a, a burial site of the guy that I wrote my paper about. I'd be like, yeah, right. Um, but that's what happened to me. You know, like that literally happened in 2018. But, you know, I never had anything like that happen until 2010 when I had Bell's palsy and something in me switched. Um, it changed something in me spiritually in a good way because um, it just opened me up. And that was that around that same time as when I um, I started working at a, a spa the year before that, maybe six months before that. And I met a woman who identified as clairvoyant and she's one of my closest friends. And I just talked to her weeks ago because her, her dad passed away um and when i like i said when i was googling what are synchronicities why are they all happening so suddenly right now i've recently been in communication with her but i've also recently been opening up about you know some of my deepest issues with other people i've also been on a different like youtube channel that i'm normally on that i'm subscribed to um there's a lot of things that i've done differently in the last couple months that maybe is leading up to this i don't know I don't know if there's something going on with the Aquarius sign. I'm not necessarily into astrology per se, but I'm not not into it. I think it's really interesting. Um, there was one person, and I'll just mention this really quick. There was a, um, a medium. Her name is Allison Dubois. And she recently mentioned that she was concerned about Denise Richards. And I have a very similar birth sign to Denise Richards, the actress who was married to Charlie Sheen. And um, it just struck me because I really hope nothing bad happens to her. Um, but she was basically implying that based on what she had seen recently on television, she was worried. Um, and I won't get too much into that because that's, that's this actress's personal thing and this medium, you know, that's a comment she made. And um but I think about it because I think Denise Richards was, or she is, I should say. She's a, um Aquarius birth sign like I am. And I think it said Aquarius moon. With, and she's Taurus rising, like a consta constellation. I am Sagittarius rising is what I am. So her Taurus sign is, that Taurus aspect of her is different. Because I'm Sagittarius. Um, but I've always felt like when I used to watch her on TV, I always felt like a connection to her. And a, a lot of people probably say this about a lot of actors. I don't know. Um, and I still feel a connection because she was just recently on um, a show on Bravo that I watch. So um, I watch a lot of shows on Bravo. That's my one guilty pleasure is anything on Bravo TV. But besides the X-Files. But she, um, you know, she recently said that. And so I, I hope nothing like that happens to her. I hope that she's okay. Um, but when, you know, whenever you have these types of things happen, like they did to me with Bell's palsy, you just become more aware of it. Like I never would have believed in any of that. I never would have believed in like a medium, um, or a psychic or anything. And the problem with that is that I would say 50% of the people out there who do work like that, they are frauds, they're fraudsters and they ruin it. Like they ruin the field because the people I know, 
the woman who I know identifies as clairvoyant, she doesn't, a lot of people don't even know that, you know, she just, she just knows that that's just part of her. Um, and like me having dreams, like, you know, I'm not profiting off of it. Like I'm not out there like, Oh, let me hold your hand. And if I have a dream, you know, I'll have a dream tonight and I'll tell you about it tomorrow. Like, I, I don't like, that's not how it works. Um, you know, you just have to wait for it to happen. So in regards to the Idaho dream, you know, someone, someone in the comment section, some people were very supportive and they started talking about their dreams. And then other people were like, your dreams are always about you. Um, and I was like, I wouldn't be so sure about that because I had a roommate and I had a dream that this manipulative person took their bed. There was a whole thing about the bed and come to find out a very manipulative situation happened regarding a bed, her, her bed and a bed in the house. And I got so freaked out. I left, like I, I left the house. Like I just, I didn't ever go back. Um, cause it freaked me out. Like I didn't know what to think about it. It was too weird. Um, you know, so you just can't make this stuff up. Um, again, I might not do a couple episodes. I might not do episodes for a couple days. Um, I'm just going to kind of let this, some of this stuff rest. I'm going to read these books. Um, I've got four books here, so, um, you know, it's the holiday weekend. I'm going to be with people tomorrow night and I work tomorrow morning and then I'm going to, I'm supposed to be at work Saturday. I don't know what's going to happen. And then um, Sunday and Monday, I most definitely probably won't do an, an episode because I'm going to be away. I'll be out of town for the holiday. So it might be a little while before I do another episode. But anyway, um, I hope everybody has a, a good night and a good weekend. And this is the Complex PTSD guy signing off.